Hello, I'm Cameron Penamone. And I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this is Drunk, Drunk Art, Art Chat. Chat. Just as Stephanie is taking a nice big gulp, yep, the record button. <laughs> I hit, I hit it. <laughs> yes. Hey, Cam. Hi, Stephanie. Hey. <laughs> I don't know what I said. I hit. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, you're not even drunk yet. <laughs> no, I'm not. Calm I'm down. just. I'm definitely not. I'm tired though. I'm tired too. Pretty tired. <laughs> so it's like being drunk. So we're we drinking today. Today, we're drinking Smith & Forge hard cider made strong. In the fine tradition of making things strong. <laughs> yeah. And this is the first time I've ever seen a um, nutrition facts label on a bottle of alcohol. Correct me if I'm wrong. I usually see it on, like, the cases. Right. But not actually... On the individual bottle. On the individual... Individual bottles. I wonder... Because um, Scott picked these up, mm-hmm. I requested them. Because I think Smith & Forge might be my favorite hard cider. It's really good. Um, and It's gluten-free, according to the label. Mm. They have all the facts. All the facts. All the facts. 6% alcohol, 220 calories. <laughs> Not sponsored, by the way. We're just, uh, Stephanie's just amazed that all, all of this information is on the bottle. Zero fat, 10 milligrams of sodium. Mm-hmm. Total carbohydrates, 23 grams. Total sugars, 18 grams. No protein. Potassium, 430 milligrams. That is 10%. I'm getting a uh, little... Breaking it down for you. Good little potassium. Check. Yeah, this is amazing. I've, I've, Unless, if anyone corrects, can correct me if I'm wrong, Like I, I usually never see a nutrition facts label on the actual bottle of alcohol. I think this did come... In a case, I don't know for sure, because, like, the grocery store where um, we sometimes go to get uh, alcohol lets you do the thing of, like, where you can pick individual bottles and put them in a case, but I'm pretty sure this was just... In its own case? Its own case, yeah. so that is kind of unusual. So, but, Smith & Forge, delicious hard cider. Delicious. Go check them out. <laughs> and uh, while you do that, you can listen to us talk about the topic today, today. which is today. all about fictional artists. Yes. Um, so do you want to just run down the list and then talk yeah. about it? Uh, we are talking about, you know, artists that are depicted in fiction. Mm-hmm. So books, TV shows, movies, comics, etc., 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 so do you want to run down that list, Cam? Yes. I feel like most of ours came from, like, TV and cartoons, but there's kind of a mix here. Um, oh, it's at the top. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to talk about, and this isn't in any particular no, order. No. It's just kind of how we came up with it. Judy Funny from Doug. Mm-hmm. Jane Lane, my favie, from Daria. 
Edward Scissorhands from Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> um, the movie. Lady Boggs from She's All That. Uh, Ricky Fitz. Is that how? Yeah. That, that's the last name. Fitz. From American Beauty. Enid from Ghost World. So this is half comic, half movie, so it could go either yeah. way. And TV shows, actually. Yeah. And um, one that we didn't, we don't have on the list um, that we were talking about earlier was Stew Pickles. Oh yeah, Stew Pickles <laughs> from the Rugrats. Right. Who's kind of a little bit, like, I mean, definitely consider that particular personality of that character artistic and creative, but he was technically an inventor, so I think that counts. So yeah, and I don't know if it's because Cam and I are both 90s children, mm-hmm. but these are all from fiction that was made in the, 90s, in the 90s, mostly yeah. in the 90s. Um, so do feel free to uh, message us with more fictional characters, especially that are recent or that mm-hmm. are older um, yeah. than the 90s. It, just, it felt kind of, maybe it's just because our knowledge of like cult, culture, that kind of stuff, like um, pop culture is what I mean to say, like doesn't go too far back for that kind of stuff. Like Edward Scissorhands is probably the most like or the earliest yes. on this list, that's probably late eighties. And I, I don't remember. I when that really movie can't was. think of any recent fictional yeah. artist. Like, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Like, I'm really like thinking about. I I just can't. Nothing like, I'm thinking about mind. like Netflix and <laughs> Netflix shows, Hulu yeah. shows, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know. I think in this episode, maybe if we do. If something reminds us of another one that we forgot, then let's just bring it up. Let's yeah. just see. But I think this list is pretty solid. Um, and it's just kind of a, just something that we noticed. Like, it happened a lot in the 90s. And we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about, like, maybe, like, what did these portrayals get right about artists? And What did they get wrong? What did, what did wrong? they mean? Why was, does it seem like that? fictional artists were a thing in the 90s because yeah. I honestly I'm thinking like 2000 think <laughs> to now and I'm just like I, don't know. I really can't think of a fictional artist yeah and you'd really have to like I like, feel like it'd be Hunger Games there was really no artists that was the thing Harry Potter there was no I, artist right my, my, my mind went to Harry Potter I was like there's gotta be like an art artist character but no there like, isn't Luna may be the closest but she's not, I don't think she she's, does like no she's not artist art. she's just eccentric <laughs> she's just eccentric right she's kind of one of those stereotypes so kind of piggybacks off of our last episode a little bit yeah and but, like Walking Dead there was no uh, I'm, like I'm, I'm the just big shows. Sure, yeah like Lord <laughs> of the Rings no I don't know I don't know there's like nothing it's interesting so yeah let's let's just try and focus on this list i guess and see yeah. if anything pumps up and once again please message us just be like oh you, you clearly missed. forgot yeah. this person so and so get it fucking right next time yeah i don't care if they're from sesame street let us know <laughs> um is there an artist on sesame street <laughs> there's a swedish cook it's like culinary arts i mean yeah <laughs> um interesting so this all kind of came up because um we tried to record an episode and then we ended up talking about it was sort of like a mashup of this and like the stereotype episode mm-hmm. and Judy funny <laughs> came up in that discussion. Um, and we're like, Oh, this is actually kind of interesting. Like we realized there are fictional artists that we can talk about. Yeah. Let's and explore that a little so, bit more. Yeah. So do we want to start kind of just like, uh, 
prescribe each of these characters to the, like, different questions that we have. Yeah, for... so, I guess overall, what do all these characters have in common? Hmm. I did notice most of them are women. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, on the more feminine side. Most of them are women. One of them have short hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a random, very, it's like, aesthetic Most thing. of them are on the younger side. Yeah. That's um, true. Like, Judy and Jane are supposed to be in high school. Lainey Boggs, too. They're supposed to be in high school. Oh, mm. Enid from Ghost World. <laughs> they're all in yeah, high school. Yeah, they're all in high school. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas the men, mm. actually, they all would probably be in high school. Well, Edward Scissorhands, he's kind of ageless. I yeah, I'm not really sure. I kind of forget his, like... Ricky Fitz is in high thing. school. The only person is Edward and uh, Stu Pickles. Yeah. Are, they don't... They're, like... Stu's, Stu would be older. and an adult, yeah. Edward would be older because he's not human. I, I'm not really sure. <laughs> I don't they, really know what Edward is. I I haven't seen that movie in like a while. Well, they showed him being like made. Yeah. So like. Oh, so he's, he's just some. Um, he's like a Frankenstein kind of guy. Yeah, like so he's just kind of ageless. Okay. So they're all on the younger side, mostly in high school. They're all kind of somewhat traumatic in a mm, way. Maybe not like sure. overly traumatic, but they're all kind of. They have, they definitely have their, um, quirks. Yes. Their eccentricities. Um, Judy yeah. Funny is probably the most dramatic of them all. Yeah, because she was the one that, I'm, I'm not even sure if she actually did, like, um, any kind of painting or something. She was more of the performance artist. Yeah, like a theater drama kind mm-hmm. of major sort of person. Uh, I think of them all, maybe... Jane and maybe Stu Pickles are probably the most, like, somewhat down-to-earth. Jane, for sure. I feel like Stu Pickles had those, like... What about Ricky? Crazy moments. Well, Ricky feels weird to me. Like, I I can identify with him, but I don't think... Like, I could see, like, a Jane Lane or a Stu Pickles, like, being the sort of person who can... Like, obviously, in the shows, they weren't super portrayed this way, but, like... Just kind of more emotionally aware, I guess, or like intel- emotionally intelligent might be the word, or the phrase rather, mm-hmm. where Ricky Fitz from American Beauty seems very like aloof and a little bit like people would consider him strange. Okay. Because yeah. I felt like towards the end of the movie, oh, I mean, spoilers, <laughs> I mean, that movie hasn't been out forever. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of the movie, he kind of... Became more of the adult. Mm-hmm. I kind of notice it. Doesn't he? But don't they still like? He's still like filming. So in the end, dead. the end of the movie. And spoiler alert: if you haven't seen American Beauty, you should go see it. I know Kevin Spacey's in it. I know how we all feel about him. Um, but it is a really good performance on his end, and overall, it's a good movie if you can overlook. Yeah. Kevin Spacey, if you're able to. It's one of those things about separating. Yeah, <laughs> about separating the artist. And I have not seen it since the whole Kevin Spacey yeah, thing, so I can't tell you how I would feel watching it. But basically, in the end, um, it all comes down to Ricky and um, the daughter. I can't remember her name. I played by Thora Birch, actually. Thora Birch, who's also who, in. <laughs> who also played Enid from Ghost World. Yeah. Um, they're trying to run away, and he's like, I have all this money saved up from, like, my pop business. Mm-hmm. And then um, the mom comes storming back in because Kevin Spacey kind of ruined the affair she had going on because mm-hmm. he confronted her in front of the guy. Right, right, right. And then 
um, Thora Birch's friend, played by, uh, what's her, Mia, Mia something. Mm -hmm. The friend's crying because she tried to seduce Kevin Spacey and he turned her down because he's like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, Mm -hmm. you're 15. Like, you need to... Yeah. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. And then, uh, Kevin Spacey dies. Yeah, I remember that. I'm just trying... I couldn't remember how Ricky Fitz's, like, story... So they run on. They run away. They plan to run away, but when um, they hear the gunshot, because Ricky's dad actually shoots Kevin mm-hmm. Spacey's character, um, he is the first one. Like everyone's kind of hysterical. He's like the only one that's kind of calm with the situation. Okay. Like he actually goes up to like Kevin Spacey's dead body, and is yeah, just, he's like, like observing looking. it. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. that's what I remember. For a second, I thought in my mind he filmed that. <laughs> Because he's, like, filming everything, but he doesn't. He's just I don't, Yeah, I think he's just observing, yeah. like, okay, like, clearly, dad died. We can't run <laughs> off right now. Yeah, maybe now's not the best time. That's interesting. Both of the Thor- Thora Birch movies end with her trying to, like, run away. <laughs> um, yeah, because when she was Enid in Ghost World. Mm-hmm. Oh, Enid's character is fucking annoying in Ghost World, actually. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she's meant to be super likable. No, I don't think she is. Um, you know, she's very selfish. She's very immature. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she doesn't she actually do run away? Like she yeah. runs away in the end? She eventually does, yeah. That's another movie with a not great actor in it. It was Scarlett Johansson. I mean, like, her acting's fine, but I'm just oh, the recent yeah, <laughs> problematic. The... I'm going to play a trans man. <laughs> Makes sense for me. Or an Asian like, person. That's how great. about you um, give all these trans actors a chance to play a fucking trans man? Because that's what they are. Just saying. And Asian people, too. There are a plethora of Asian actresses. Yeah. Why on earth do you have to play a very Asian-centric movie character? Just fucking leave Ghost in, ghost, ghost, oh in, God, the shell. Ghost in the Shell alone. Yes, well said. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, well, you know. Um, but yeah, so... We were talking about what they all have in common. Yeah. I don't know. They're is all kind of angsty, too. Common thread? Yeah. Definitely. Seriously, they are. Like, Definitely. E- even if, like, they're not overtly angsty, there's, like, a subtle angstiness to they're them. They're just unhappy with their situation in yes. a lot of the times. Um, and they mostly seem to be the most, um, I don't know, because I feel like some of them can be delusional, but they seem to be more aware of what's going around them mm-hmm. than all the other characters in... Yeah, I feel like in so many of these, except for, like... The, the stupid pickles maybe but like in a lot of them where they're very overtly the artist or whatever um they're surrounded by very bubbly people and like people who are kind of maybe considered um oblivious yeah like just kind of like Ooh, and the artist is like in the background making observations or whatever yeah i guess actually a lot of them are very observant mm-hmm. um they're super aware of what's going around them, and they're just like, everyone else is in denial, and I'm mm-hmm. the only person with some common sense here. Yeah, and I feel like there's a good range, actually, in this list of, like, from serious to sort of goofy. Mm-hmm. Who Ju- would you say is the goofiest? Probably Judy. Yeah, I guess <laughs> And who would you say is the serious one? No, probably Ricky. Not Jane? You wouldn't say... No, I mean, Jane has... It's not like she's goofy, but she has, like, a sense of humor that I don't think a Ricky Fitz character does. You know what? I would (laughs) argue that Lainey Boggs from She's All That Mm. is more serious than Ricky Fitz. Do you remember Mm. She's All That? I never saw it. 
Why would you let me put a character from a because film that I you've know never seen? I know the reference because of uh, not another teen movie, so, <laughs> which I have I seen a million Lady times. Ladybug's story is she's a poor, um, she's a poor girl, um, and she's really dependent on uh, a scholarship to go to to college. Mm-hmm. So she like takes care of her dad. She takes care of her brother. Like mm-hmm. she is basically almost the breadwinner. Of yeah. the family. Um, so she takes care of everyone and she really loves art. Then she falls for the jock. Mm-hmm. The jock who has all these opportunities. Like he has all these acceptance letters from different colleges. And she has like one of the most real talks in a, um, a teen movie where she's just like, dude, like you can go anywhere. Like, yeah. and here you are being a baby because you feel like you're being pressured to go to this one college. She's like, and I have to like, mm-hmm. you know, be stuck in my situation. Mm-hmm. So I would say she's the most mature and super self-aware person out of yeah. all of them. Yeah. Do you remember, did not another team movie kind of touch on yeah, that? Yeah, in a bit? silly way, but yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, I think they really, really stripped down the, like, whole idea, but, like, I remember in that movie, she's, like, it's exactly like that. I don't know if she has a brother or not. Oh, she does. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah and he's, like, a little dweeb or something. And they, this is actually what made me think of, of another artist that we missed. I oh. just remembered one because of that movie. Um, in The Breakfast Club, Ali Sheedy's character uh she like draws i don't know if have you seen that movie i've seen that movie but i guess i yeah i guess so because <laughs> she, she would be considered an artist yeah sure. I, I mean so far she kind of fits into all of everything that we um have late listed with our list of fictional artists i yes. forget her name in that movie and the funny thing she falls in love with the jock too <laughs> so that's just like a theme i guess but allison her, her name's Allison yeah. from The Breakfast Club. Yeah, I feel like she fits because there's that one, I mean, she's sort of like the artsy, goth, whatever, whatever, emo, very emo for the 80s. And um, she'd be the only person that's not from the 90s yeah. that we've managed to name. When did Edward Scissorhands come out? Oh my God, I can't say the name of that movie. Blah, 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 blah. Was that um, early 90s maybe? I think it was early 90s. Uh, 1990. Okay. Exact. Right on there. Okay. But yeah, I think Allison or Ali Sheedy's character kind of fits in with all of this, too. Yeah, so every trait we've mentioned so far has actually fit her. So yeah. yeah. Um, what don't they have in common? So two of them don't fit in the high school. Mm-hmm. And that would still be Stu Pickles and um, Edward Scissorhands. But even Allison from The Breakfast Club, I mean, she's in high school. Yep, yep. Yeah, Stu Pickles is more of the inventor. He makes kind of weird, quirky toys. Um, I'm and not... then Edward kind of does sculptures. Yeah, he learns that he can do, like, um, plant sculptures or whatever. He does, like, people's hair, right? And dog's hair. Dog's hair. Yeah. I need to watch the movie again. It's been a long time. It's a really good movie. Yeah. Um, it's kind of Christmas thing because it happens it in the winter. Yeah, it does have, like, a... It's in that season. Um, but yeah, those those two are very different. Um, I think a lot of them actually have so much in common. I don't know. There's not a lot of differences. Enid, like you said, is kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that many of them are that annoying. I wasn't 
always the biggest fan of the Ricky Fitz character. Well, I wouldn't say he's annoying. Yeah, I don't think he's annoying. He's, he's just, just kind of bothers me. He's kind of forgettable <laughs> if you don't think yeah. about him, the yeah. character. Which is kind of funny because, like, he, he wants to be in the background. So that's just kind of... I would say there are less differences than there are um, things they have in common. I mean... Hmm. So what does this say about yeah. artists? Because they have so much in common and not so much. Yeah, I guess I kind of wonder, like, does that mean, were they kind of, when these characters were being created, were the creators sort of going off of a specific formulas? Are they going off of those stereotypes? Is that something that they're... I think they were definitely going off relatable. the stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think because these characters are part of works of fiction they needed a character to be kind of self-aware and why not have the artist it's the weird arts. one yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i guess they all would be considered weird i sort of think i actually just thought of another one and Ooh. this is a, this is sort of different i think the reason it didn't come to mind is because i don't consider this movie like being about being an artist but get out <laughs> The main character is a photographer. Oh, yeah. No. Um, I forget his name. I can't remember anybody's name. And Why not even drunk yet? Are we I just know. that tired? I'm very tired. I slept very poorly <laughs> last night. His name's Chris from Get Out. Get Out, yeah. And he is a photographer. You are but right. But the reason that comes up in my mind, too, as well is because um, blah, 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 blah. I've watched something about it. Some, like, after we saw the movie, I mean, I loved it. I don't think I saw that with you. I don't no, remember. you didn't. I saw it with Sean and Melissa. Oh, well, <laughs> well then Sean has been on the Sean podcast. That's the podcast. totally fine. We've actually mentioned Melissa on the podcast before. Yes, yes. She gave us a, a suggestion for a podcast. Shout out, Sean hey. and Melissa. Hey. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I remember watching something about it where they commented on this idea that, like, the sometimes... Oh, I guess it happens in The Stepford Wives, which I've actually never seen, um, where, like, the kind of, like, outsider characters, sometimes a photographer, because they have an eye for, like... I'm totally butchering that, like, theory, but, <laughs> but just that idea that, like, that's the artistic, the more observant one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. and... Also, I think this happened in the Stepford Stepford Wipes. What? Whoa! <laughs> Wipes. The Stepford Wives. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also happened in Get Out, where like the camera accidentally goes off, so it makes someone kind of like bumpy, yeah. and they're just like, it's just like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I think that's why they compared it. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, the no, yeah, he would be considered an artist too, and I guess that is a good point. Like, you know, they're in this fictional world, so you have to have one character that's super self-aware. Why not have it be the person who has an eye for things, mm-hmm. who can see things differently from than most people would? That's going to be the most interesting person to follow in the story, typically. Um, Although some of these characters are like side, side characters. characters. There's most only of them are. one, two, three. Four. Four of them are actually main characters. That's That would Enid. be Chris, Enid, Lainey, Boggs, and uh, Edward. Yeah. That makes sense. Because Allison, I mean, she is one of the main characters, but she's not. I would say out mm-hmm. of everyone in the Breakfast Club, it would be... Um, the two, the preppy girl and the... Um jock guy judd nelson <laughs> no he's not he's oh not. he's not a jock he's not i'm sorry i'm uh the what's his face oh 
Fuck. Man, we are like butch. We do I'm not have so our facts tired. ready. We do not have our facts ready on hand. I've seen the Breakfast Club a lot. He's the, not bully. He's like the punk. I don't he's know. The, he's the rebel. The rebel. There you go. I don't even, he's, punk doesn't even the rebel. sound right. He, uh, so Claire and um, John Bender. Bender. Because the jock is Andrew Clark. And he yeah. he's not really, I would say John Bender and Claire Standish are like the two main ones. Yes. And poor Brian. <laughs> poor Brian. Poor Brian. Yeah, it's an uneven number. He doesn't get a friend. <laughs> and he's the one that writes the essay in the end. Mm-hmm. Yep. For everyone. He he, he uh, titles The Breakfast Club. So silly. Um. <laughs> anyway. That's such a good movie, though. If I you have it. not seen The Breakfast Club, you need to. It is a very timeless movie, in my opinion. You're in for a treat. Like, even though it takes place in the 80s, it's very 80s-ish. It's but, like, 80s. everyone could relate to it. Like, yeah. it has a story that's very relatable, no matter what era. I remember seeing it when I was, you know, when I had a TV, and I watched TV, and it was on, like, USA Channel, and the way they censored it was so bad. <laughs> I would uh, recommend not watching censor? it. Oh, I guess the part where they get high. Oh, there's a lot. They swear and all that kind of stuff. There's but my favorite was always when uh, Claire says something like "Oh my God," and then they change it to "Oh my Lord," which is like I don't <laughs> understand why that was better. Anyway, <laughs> so we talk about con- what they have in common and what they what is different between them because they all seem to have so much in common. That obviously says something about what people think about artists. Yeah. So is this a good? Pot- portrayal or is this a bad portrayal is it a right portrayal Mm -hmm. um and if it's a if it's an inaccurate portrayal what is what makes it inaccurate i guess so that that, that's that's a whole bunch of questions like a four-part question that is a big long feel like i'm being interviewed for a job (laughs) god okay um i mean i used to interview people sometimes yeah so you don't know um so good portrayal, oh. bad portrayal, what's right about the portrayal, what's wrong about it. Everybody has good and bad. Maybe I'm biased, but I think Jane might be one of the best. Um, I don't Portrayals know. of an artist. I think she's yeah. the more... At least a high school artist. I don't know. Yeah. She's actually, actually, now that I say that, she was way more serious about it than I was in high school. About art? Yeah. yeah. Like, she, like, knows her stuff. It's clear, and, like, it's, like, all she wants to do. But I relate to the, the, the feeling of, like, that, like, that feeling, like, it's all she wants to do. Um, but she, like, actively learns about it. Like, she can talk about it in that show. Um, and doesn't give as much attention to, like, other classes and stuff, which is me. Except for the actively learning about things. I needed people to teach me things. Can I say outright, I think they're all a bad portrayal of artists, to be honest. Because they're all, like, this one type of artist. It's true. Like, the angst is, like, pretty turned up in a lot of them. And it's not that artists aren't or can't be angsty, but, like, it's not all they are. And I feel like that's... not all... Uh, artist's work either is yeah. all about angst because my work is not Mm-mm. angsty at all Mm-mm. and i am an angsty person <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's okay if that's part of your personality but like i don't know to i feel like it yeah is... the art that you do see which actually is interesting because the artists except for chris i wouldn't call him angsty um he doesn't he seems like the most normal actually and now Stu. that we've added him Stu, yeah Stu's not angsty he's just 
goofy. He's just a dad. He's just a dad, just making it through in this world. I don't know why I'm from Minnesota. But, uh, what was I, I don't think they're a great portrayal of artists because they all are a certain type of artist. So I would say they're a bad portrayal. Um, you just feel like it's too cut and dry. Yeah, I think so. It's too it's black fair. and white. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no like. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't say that about all of them. I feel like. Um, I don't think there's an episode of Doug where you get to know no. Judy at all. No, not Judy. Yeah, Judy's definitely just silly. Jane was pretty. Jane has some levels. Jane has some depth, but there's definitely like you. She is the artist, and that's pretty much her identity. Um, I just my brain now. Now that we've added him, keeps going back to Chris is like the most normal, most like well rounded. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but for the most part, it's a lot of bad portrayal of artists it's it's one dimensional in a lot of ways yeah so yeah in that sense definitely pretty not great <laughs> um that's yeah that's interesting so what did they get right about artists and what did they get wrong there's so many <laughs> characters i don't know i mean um, what they got right was that you know they all seem to be very passionate about art all true. of them but what they got wrong was that they are all fucking one-dimensional characters. They're not well-rounded that, like, you don't get to know them at all. Yeah. Like, Jane and maybe Lane. Lane. No, Lane, no. Laney Boggs. Laney. Janie. Or maybe the two most... Because Laney Boggs being one of the main characters. I mean, being the you main get character... More... Oh, she's all that. She has more um, mm-hmm. time to shine and actually be a person besides an artist. Yeah. Like, I would even say Edward Scissorhands. Like, he just gets dumped into the, like, I don't really know anything. Yeah. What's going on? And I guess I'll do some art and be angsty and sad. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. What do you think? I feel like I'm talking over you. I apologize. You're not. I'm just not. I don't know trying to like go through everything that i know about all of these characters which is for some a lot and for some not that much <laughs> um was this we were asking what they do right yeah well i mean what what did they get right about these artists and what did they get wrong like what traits did they get right and wrong and i was saying like there's just no room to be more like of a person other than the few yeah. that are like the main characters that I don't know. Yeah. You want to know the funny thing? Um, Because we talked about the Breakfast Club. Brian from the Breakfast Club Mm -hmm. played by Anthony Michael. He played the bully in um, Edward Scissorhands. Remember he played the job? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. There's so much overlap with these characters and these actors. I forgot about that. He did. And by that point, he had been... He was character, so in the 80s, that actor was mostly typecasted as a nerd, but then when he got older, he got typecasted as, like, a jockey, like... Kind of good-looking, whatever, whatever. Yeah, good-looking guy. He he grew into his face, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. Is that mean to say? No, that's not. (laughs) But did you, do you agree with my statement about what's right and what's wrong about these portrayals? Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's... 
that's just like when they're in the script it's just like this is the artist that's you know it. who oh my god i can't believe i forgot <laughs> there's one more <laughs> not in high school a male and uh i don't know i can't remember what other things but one of my all-time favorite movies the main character is jim carrey joel from eternal sunshine he's an artist he is mm-hmm um what kind of art does he do weird art he does like just little sketches in his uh book or whatever but do you remember i mean I, i've seen the seen movie it. but i've only seen it once okay so that's there, the problem but like he does he does paintings and stuff like that in the movie like and he, there's not like actively doing them really there's some cl- quick clips of some of them he um but I mean, he fits a lot of this, but he has a little bit more dimension, I think, because... He's the main character. He's the main character, and, you know, it's not about him being an artist. And so there's, like, I think maybe what I'm realizing, like, so these characters like Joel, like Chris, like Stu, where they're not really the main person, and their art art or artistry isn't main. They give a little bit more... They have some more dimension to them, but they're still, they still have some of these traits. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good point. You're going to have to speak more about eternal sunshine. Yeah. Of the spotless mind. Is that what mm-hmm. it's, yeah. I well, recently rewatched it, so. See, I, I watched it when Paul and I started dating, which that would be like five years, close to six years ago. Mm. He showed it to me because he's just like, oh, you know, blue hair and like I love this movie. And no, there was more in depth to it. I'm just, I'm just dumping it down. But um, so yeah. God, I can't believe I forgot that. Anyway, yeah. Well, I mean, is there? Did you have any other thoughts, or do you feel like that's a no? I feel like that's. I mean, I I feel like I'd go in circles just saying the same thing in just different ways that I do think. All these portrayals of artists are a bad portrayal <laughs> because they all have a lot in common with just all negative traits, in my opinion. The only thing that I could think of that might be a positive trait is being observant and being self-aware. Yeah. Who I, wouldn't want to be observant and self-aware? Yeah. They usually have the lines where it like makes you stop and think, like, oh, hmm, interesting. Not Maybe not all of them. Like, Judy Funnies, you know, aren't, like, going to be super deep. Mm-mm. At least as far as I can remember. I no, she was very, very dramatic. Yeah. Just like, being like a sur- surface level silly yeah. artist. Okay. So, this the list of characters we gave you are all kind of from the 90s. For the most part. For the most part. Except for these little additions. So, was this a thing in the 90s to like, talk, to like make, oh god, I can't talk. <laughs> Was this a thing in the 90s? Like, like I guess why, why was, was it a thing? A thing in the 90s? <laughs> Thank you. I'm like really struggling here. Well, yeah, we're already drunk and tired. <laughs> so tired. This could be a good question to answer after. Oh, after. <laughs> a little break. A little breaky break. From off. Fake, fake commercial. 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 <laughs> oh, Lord. I am slurring. Fake commercial, fake commercial, fake commercial, fake commercial, fake commercial, fake commercial, fake commercial. 
Hi everyone, it's Cameron here, and um, our show's sponsor this week is the beautiful uh, experience of late autumn. Everybody really loves autumn, and you know, hey, here in Chicago... So oh, 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 I'm just okay, gonna okay, go okay, ahead okay, and okay, jump okay, right okay, in okay, here okay. and take right on over, so excuse me. Alright, uh, you know what? It is I. It is Chicago winter, and uh, I am so excited to be here. I know that you weren't expecting me to show up, but that's the thing, right guys? That is what I do. I show up. And uh, listen, we are gonna have a really really, really long time together, and I'm so grateful and excited to be back. Um, so, you know, what, what do we got coming up here? Oh, man, we've, we've got some low lows and, uh, you know, some, 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 some booger freezing cold. Oh, my goodness, you guys, this is gonna be so much fun. You might want to update those, uh, those winter boots. You might want to update those winter coats, you know, because when I'm around, <laughs> it gets, it gets a little bit chilly. I gotta admit, you know, you know. So, so essentially, you know, I just wanted to say hello. I will be here until May. We have a long time to catch up and I'm so excited to be sponsoring this podcast, whether they like it or not, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, ain't that autumn guy? Yeah. Don't worry about that guy. Don't, don't even worry about that guy. You won't be seeing much of that guy, you know, ever in Chicago. So, um, you know, if you're not from Chicago, <laughs> I feel bad for you. <laughs> yeah. Come on down. Get those boogers frozen. All right. I, I guess that's all for me. I guess that's all for me. They're giving me some some dirty looks and and putting on like 20 scobs so i'm gonna go ahead and uh let you get back to the show all right have a good one all right okay we are back <laughs> from that fake commercial i hope you enjoyed it and uh, we, I don't even know if we're drunk yet, but we are definitely tired and just slurring our words. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to ask that last question. Yeah. Bring us back up to speed. Bring it back up to speed. Yeah. So, <laughs> God. <laughs> um, fictional artists. Why was this a thing in the 90s? Because if you look at the list of characters that we picked out for this uh, episode, they all are from most 90s ninety media media from the 90s there we go so was being an artist a big thing in the 90s i guess (laughs) it's it's quite different now um and why was this a thing cam go (gasps) i don't know i was ages one through ten in the 90s so (laughs) i I didn't have a very critical one through ten in the 90s you were not i was born in 87 so you were the other one. <laughs> um, 88, two, one, three, 12? I was three. Three. Three through. I don't know what math is. Three through whatever. Um, so. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, I was a young little child but in yeah. the 90s. So easy, you know, suffice it to say, we didn't have a very critical view at that point, but. Let's talk about it now. Because yeah. when I think about media now and like TV shows, I mean, we, we, in the beginning, we couldn't even name an artist yeah. in any fiction. It slowly kind of came out, but there's so few. It's so sparse. And there was, like, this explosion of them for some reason in the 90s. And I, I sort of wonder, like, because now that I think about it, like, I can still name people in other movies and, 
like TV and whatever that have these traits but aren't considered artists. Well, name them. We'll give some examples. Um, God, I just had some in my brain and now they're gone. But I'm thinking of, well, actually I've never seen the show, but all of the stills that I've seen from this show just make me think like, oh, these kids seem artsy, but um, I don't know if you've like heard of River Riverdale. Riverdale, that's supposed to be the based off Archie. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? With like it's, Jughead or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But like the stills that I've seen, for, like a lot of, or, or even stuff like, you know, um, what's it called? Uh, Supernatural, which mm-hmm. I've seen a good chunk I of seen any of these shows yeah like a lot of them are like the they're you know they have the characters who are angsty and in bad situations and aren't happy with life but they just like do what they gotta do they innovate and blah 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 whatever um so like the 90s different, but... kind of had the beat beat next area era kind of yeah like a revival of it because that would yeah. that would that would have started in the 60s sorry a revi- <laughs> it kind of had like a revival yeah. of it right yeah okay i'm not confused Mm-mm. about that but like so i wonder if this says something about financial situations too because mm-hmm. like in the 90s before 2000 hit i would say there was always that concept of like follow your dreams you can yeah. do whatever the fuck you want because the economy's fine the economy was good but then when the economy crashed like no one ever talks about being That's an artist a good point actually so like i wonder if that has something to do with why this was a thing in the 90s as well yeah it was just kind of a time of like it's okay to kind of pursue this and like to pursue your dreams and like yeah do whatever the fuck you want to do that's interesting are there, this kind of goes outside the topic a little bit, but like in this same vein, uh, maybe we have this sort of tunnel vision where we kind of notice the artist characters, but do you think there were other characters that kind of gave you that same message that had these other professions? To do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. That were like maybe what you might call like a fringe career or something, like an artist. Remember Save the Last, last Dance? Oh, uh, yeah, Juliet Styles. She was the artist that went to Juilliard mm. while she was a dancer. Mm-hmm. That's what in, that was in the nineties too. Mm. Sorry, not to go back. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Like, you know what I just thought of now that you mentioned what? that? <laughs> this, is, this is one of those shows where like we just keep popping up with other. Have you ever seen Fame? Yeah, that's not nineties, but I think of all those kids. Those are that's pretty artistic. It's very different. It's not like visual arts. They all did dancing, singing. One was like a comedian. You know, I don't know what. I do. Glee is the only. Oh, yeah. Glee is the only <laughs> show, the most recent show, where they talk about following your dreams. Huh? It kind of came back. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and then Fame just made me think about that. Yeah, I feel oh, like for it's sure. The same. It's it. I feel like it heavily is influenced by Fame. That is the only like TV show I can think of where it's like, let's follow your dreams. You want to sing? Go and fucking sing. <laughs> Interesting. I'm trying to think that because that did come back for a second. Glee was so big. Glee was really good. I actually really appreciated Glee. Yeah, Glee's the only really is the only recent thing I could think of for sure where it's like follow your dreams. Mm-hmm. But I do think if we're gonna like really study the list that we have and like I really have to like grasp at straws to yeah. think of like fictional recent fictional artists i think maybe the economy does have something to do with it must have maybe i mean you also have to consider the fact that these are fictional characters so the people writing them 
I, like maybe have, they were raised by God. Who would their parents have been? Were these people Gen X or were these people Boomers making these characters? <laughs> the people making these characters, mm, yeah. Wouldn't they be Gen X? Maybe if I think so, because so many of the the and their I, parents would have been Boomers, right? Yeah, don't Am quote I us this on backwards? this. Boomers <laughs> or maybe whatever came before Boomers, which I don't really know. The greatest, no. I don't know. Um, anyway, but I'm gonna maybe. I'm gonna say I'm gonna use the argument. I think the economy has something to do with it, yeah. and also TV shows are different nowadays. But, uh, Cam and I don't own television. We have Mm-mm. Hulu and Netflix yeah. and YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there's not really fictional creators anymore. There's real creators. That's like, very true. I when think about YouTube, YouTube be the new fictional mm, that's so weird. artist. <laughs> Even though they're real? They're real, but people make these characters. Because you have your YouTube personality. You got your, your Shane Dawson's who always do the, the silly character. Well, he doesn't do them anymore, but the characters and like, I don't know, there's people who do that. You got the whole beauty community, which mm-hmm. is a totally different topic. So, oh my god, totally different episode. I haven't felt this, like, it's not, like, I don't feel, like, unprepared to talk about it. I'm just feeling, like, there's so much that I hadn't thought of <laughs> before we did this episode, I guess. I apologize. No, um, it's not a bad thing. I, not... I just think the economy does have something to do with it. Yeah. And I think there was this weird feeling in the 90s. And granted, I was a kid in the 90s, but when I think about late 90s, like, being an artist was cool. Like, the mm-hmm. whole trendy tattoos and Facial piercings was a thing, too. Yeah. Looking kind of eccentric was a thing. Mm-hmm. It was starting to pick up more acceptance, I think. It wasn't as, like, shunned or something. Maybe And maybe those fictional characters had something to do with it. Like, maybe they, being in the ether, kind of created an acceptance amongst people who weren't like that. I'm not sure. But I, I just think art was maybe more accepted, maybe more forward than it is now in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think in general, like, when people, again, as if you were a child in the 90s, like, you just think back to this, like, anything is possible kind of feeling. Yeah. You know, and then that all comes crashing down in 2008, but hey. Yeah. That's, that's um. I actually was going to say that too. I'm like, 2008 was when you realized, like, oh, shit, why did I go to school for this? Oh, great. Awesome. Cool, this cool, wasn't cool, a cool, really cool. great decision. <laughs> so, um, I guess because this was a thing in the 90s, what does it say about the, uh, well, I guess we were touching on that. What does it really say about the 90s? 90s was the year There's of, like, more... do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, maybe more hope. A little bit more hopeful. Definitely more hopeful than today, I feel like. Maybe we're kind of getting Who hope back. Who was the president in the 90s? Clinton. Clinton? Well, for the latter half. Um, and uh, Bush. Yeah, the okay. first Bush. I don't know why I had to ask that. I just Senior. wanted to confirm that. Yeah. I mean, the economy was good for the most part. Mm-hmm. Mo- Clinton was mostly the president of the 90s. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I remember... You know, I think that was peacetime. Like, I don't think we were... I mean, I think we did have some conflicts going, but... Uh, overall, overall, it wasn't as crazy as it is Yeah. now. Uh, I think it got, it, it got real bad after 9-11, like, in America. And then, you know, when we went to war in Iraq, that was when... All, I think that's obviously not 2008. That's um, 2001. Uh, 
But that's, I feel like that's where stuff started to fall off and that, like, feeling of hope and, like, yeah. hey, anything's possible kind of turned to, like, let's get them. And it wasn't a good, it wasn't a good turn to take. It was, everybody started focusing on uh, not great stuff. So, yeah. Um, what else, though? Is there any other... There's not know. really any other hard-pressing questions I have. I just think it's interesting that these characters are all from the 90s. There was just a different yeah. feeling. The time was different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm just... Yeah. I don't know what to say about it. Just, <laughs> I, I think like I'm a little too drunk. <laughs> you might be. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, this feels like we're winding down a bit on this list. Um, so... As we mentioned earlier, like, did we name everybody? We did name everybody, but we were basing all our questions off Judy Funny from Doug, Jane Lane from Daria, Edward Scissorhands from Edward Scissorhands, Mm -hmm. Lainey Boggs from She's All That, Ricky Fitz from American Beauty, Enid from Ghost World, Stu Pickles from Rugrats, (laughs) Allison from Breakfast Club, Chris from Get Out, and Jill from... Eternal sunshine of a spotless mind. Yeah, so our list grew. Our list grew as we were talking <laughs> about it. And I still, like, we still were picking people from the 90s. So, yeah. obviously, we just need to explore the idea of the 90s artist a little bit more. Uh-huh. Which... Like the real artist? Maybe the or... real artist. I do think art was better accepted in the 90s, too. I wonder, than it yeah. is now. Maybe that's our next... I don't know if that's our next episode, but that's definitely another topic I would like to explore because, like, art in the, like, most recent generations, I guess, or the most recent decades, that could be an interesting yeah, could. thing but to go off. Let us know if you have more fictional, like, if you know about yeah. more fictional characters than we do that are artists, because um, that was really all we could think of, and yeah. we just thought the idea was interesting, and... Are there animes that we missed? I wouldn't know. You might have a little bit more. I can't even think of any artists in animes. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, if you think of Princess Tutu, but that is a totally different, <laughs> totally different thing. Hmm. Totally different subject to explore. Gotcha. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, overall, I feel like we kind of really were able to hammer through the list and get some good thoughts out there. Yeah. Um, definitely something to explore a little bit more, but this is kind of like the beginnings of it. Mm-hmm. Once again, let us know if we missed someone really big. Let us know if you think we're wrong about, like, economy being, because I think that's a yeah. big thing. I think economy had something really big to do with, like, the feeling of, the feeling of art and, mm-hmm. like, like, it's okay to be an artist. artist. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cool. Once again, so. don't forget to donate <laughs> if you want to see Cam and I lip sync to your song of choice. Oh, now it's their song of choice. Yeah, your song I of thought choice. We were it doing could be wicked anything. songs, but okay. anything. I don't think Wicked's enticing enough. Anything. No, I guess not. Anything. Yeah, that would mean we'd have to create something, make us put our money where our mouth is, except that it's your money and we'll put it by our mouths. I guess so. <laughs> because it'll go towards drinks. Drinks and funding <laughs> our SoundCloud yeah. and anything else. I mean, we could use one 
other good mic. I have only have one good mic. Oh, I thought this was a good mic. I mean, they're both okay. They're both good. They're both Help good. us buy a new laptop <laughs> solely for oh, Drunk Art Chat. Yeah. We're working off of a going on 11-year-old laptop. Help us <laughs> Need buy help. better lighting for our uh, videos. <gasps> help us. Speaking of which. Speaking of which. <laughs> go ahead, Cam. Um, we'll have another video coming out soon. And Very it's going soon. to be uh, a review. Should we tell them what it's a review? No, or no. We, we should it? just leave it okay. up. It's definitely going to be a review of a movie. A review of a movie <laughs> that is get. very recent. Yes. Unlike Repo that was very <laughs> old. But yeah. we still love Repo. Yeah. Um, so go visit uh, Drunk Art Chat podcast on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And you can also just go to bit.ly forward slash D-A-C-V-I-D-S to get there as well. Um, and subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to comment. Don't forget to like. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. Give us some ideas for the next podcast episode because life sucks and gets in the way and then I can't think. Oh, we'll figure it out if they don't give us ideas. All right. We're counting on you guys. (laughs) Better. And we'll explore more of the idea of this fictional artist and why... Is it so prominent in the 90s? Okay. You want to do a part two? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Maybe we should, like, sit down and watch all the movies that these are in. and That, too. And you should, I too. Need to watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You, you should, too. Not you, the listener, should, too. Woo. And with that, um... We thank you for listening to thanks. this mess of a podcast episode, because <laughs> we great. are tired drunk. <laughs> so sleepy. Uh, all right. Until next week... Bye 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 bye. Before we go, we just want to give some credit to Jonathan Stutz for providing us with um, their amazing music throughout this podcast. Um, if you want to find more of their music, including the song that you hear on uh, the intro and outro to our podcast it's called Rushing, you can find that at stutzmusic.bandcamp.com and that's spelled s-t-u-t-z music.bandcamp.com Feel free to write to us at drunkartchatpod at gmail.com You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under Drunk Art Chat. Yeah, if you visit our anchor.fm uh, profile, which is just anchor.fm slash drunk dash art dash chat. You can also donate to us. If you're already supporting us by uh, subscribing, we thank you so much. And if you are feeling generous, you are able to uh, give either 99 cents a month, $4.99, or $9.99. Your choice. Um, or if that, that link is too long to remember, just go to bit.ly slash DAC donate, all one word. And, uh, you know, that money will go towards drinks and paying for our SoundCloud account and all, all sorts of good stuff. All right, well, until next time, I'm Cameron Pedamone. I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this has been Drunk, Drunk Art, Art Chat. Chat.